All right, babe, let's take a moment to correct our posture, take a deep breath, and have some pure spectrum CBD. Sure. Hey, sisters, CBD can help with acne, inflammation, anxiety, sleep, and so many other PCOS symptoms. I personally take it throughout the day to help keep my stress hormones nice and low. Not to mention, I sleep like a baby every night and I don't wake up fatigued at all. Now open your mouth, please, so I can give you a serving. Ah. Uh... Now hold it for 60 seconds. Head over to PureSpectrumCBD.com and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, for 10% off. Can I stop now? Nope, you got 30 more seconds. Did you hear about that sister who took Ovacetol and finally got her period after a year of not having one? Incredible. I see those kinds of messages on Instagram a lot. How does that even happen? Well, Ovacetol helps with healing insulin resistance, a common root issue that most PCOS sisters have. And by targeting insulin resistance, we're seeing sisters kick those crazy cravings, finally regulate their periods, ovulate, and improve their egg quality. Each packet of Ovacetol has a 40 to 1 ratio of myo-inositol and d chiroinositol This ratio is similar to the ratio that should be found in the body. But with women like me who have PCOS, this ratio is often imbalanced. So taking Ovacetol can be super effective in treating insulin resistance starting from the root of the issue. So awesome. It tastes like nothing. So just warn me when you put it in a cup so I don't drink it. You got it, boo. Check out the link in the description to get 15% off your order. Doctor said you got PCOS. Now go on, girl, just lose some weight. Till I took the symptoms into my own hands and reversed them naturally. So I became a dietitian to help my sisters feel the best they've ever felt. Take a step in my direction if you wanna well hello hello sisters welcome everybody to another episode of a sister and her mister that is italian with your cheesy intro there i like saying it like that <laughs> yeah, let's keep it dairy free and not as cheesy this next time <laughs> you like that joke you like that corny cheesy how joke? did you come up with that i don't know i don't know <laughs> i just want to give one warning as we start this podcast that my voice may be a little different today <laughs> um <clears throat> Let's just say I have messed up teeth and I got Invisalign just two days ago. Oh my gosh. And it right now feels like a concrete, there's like a concrete structure around my teeth. Like basically they came in and the construction men, they brought in the cement truck, they opened my mouth and they filled it up with cement, waited for it to dry up. And then they left, came back the next day, did some drilling and left. So... That's my current state in my mouth. I'm going to be honest with you. You sound totally fine. Yesterday you had a lisp. You got used to the Invisalign. And now you're fine. I know you, you mentioned that too. But to me, I just sound really different, especially when I try to talk fast. That's when I start to like mumble and <laughs> I don't know. But it's really cool. Like for those that don't know, Invisalign is like they put that like clear almost like a mouth guard over your teeth. But it's like perfectly made according to your teeth. And it's supposed to. Um, over time, basically move your teeth into the formation it's supposed to, just like braces, right? Mm -hmm. But this, in this case, it's not as visible. But like you can tell, like if you come face to face and you talk to me, you can tell like there's something on my teeth. 
But it's really crazy, sisters. Like, I took it off. I, I wore it the first day for, like, five hours. And then I took it off to eat dinner. And then when I took it off, I looked at my teeth. It was already, like, straighter. <laughs> because I have, you know, the two teeth in your on the top? Like, the two buck teeth, as, you like to, as we mm-hmm. like to call them? That's where my issue comes from. I chipped one of those teeth when I was, like, eight or nine years old. And ever since then, because of that chipped tooth, it forced, like, those two teeth to get kind of a little oh. bit messed up. So, uh, when but I yeah. when you ate, it like snapped back into yeah, what it used to be. It did the first day. Now it's not snapping back. That was oh, that was wow. the creepy part. Like I took it off. It was the front two teeth were straight, and then when I started to eat, it freaking snapped back. Like I wow. felt my teeth move. But now, now that I've had it for like two more days, it's not snapping back when I take it off. So that means like it's really yeah getting into place. It's working already. So we'll see. I. I go back uh, in in a month to get new ones, or like I'm supposed to change it every two weeks. So hopefully it all goes good. I'll let you, I'll keep the sisters updated. So if there's anyone interested in Invisalign, you guys will know. Yeah, I don't know. It's we'll just, post it in stories, and everyone will see the yeah. transformation of your teeth. You we talk. did do a yeah. Oh my god, imagine we just do like funny. a photo series. <laughs> I mean, we did do like a story on Instagram where we talked about Invisalign, and people so many people chimed in with their positive like um like experiences and how it helped them so it made me feel a lot better that's I'll good. say that much that's good i always like asking for advice in instagram stories yeah all right with that being said we have a very special episode of the podcast today it's a lot about Tallinn. Tallinn, why don't you give a intro sure well today i'm gonna talk about how i lost 30 pounds with pcos and uh, you know basically what my my story is about when i was diagnosed and how i got through whatever it was with pcos all the symptoms you know going through college going gluten and dairy free so i just want to start with that story and i'll start from the beginning it all started with a ruptured ovarian cyst so I was one of the lucky sisters who got diagnosed fairly quickly. Basically, you know, after the ovarian cysts, I went to the hospital because it was super painful. Like I couldn't even stand up and walk. And then the, the doctor at the emergency room said that it was an ovarian cyst. I went to the gynecologist and she said, okay. And she did an ultrasound. She said, you have PCOS. It was very quick. A lot of women don't get diagnosed so quickly because you know, the diagnostic criteria, I feel like a lot of doctors aren't following it. And, you know, if you don't have ovarian cysts at all, then they say you don't have PCOS Mm -hmm. and that's not the case. So whatever the case was, I was diagnosed very quickly. And then in the same appointment, I was handed birth control as my only solution. And, you know, like when you're young, like you're 16 years old, or was I 18? I was 18 years old Mm -hmm. and you're not familiar with like, naturopathic medicine like you're not informed about any of that stuff yeah you don't know how like blood sugar can play such an intense role in your hormonal balance like none of these things i had no idea so it just seemed like you're broken here's how to fix it let's turn off all your hormones and give you birth control synthetic hormones instead No explanation of like potential side effects. Maybe someone should monitor me like my mom or I should monitor myself while on birth control in case I have horrible mood swings, depression, anxiety, weight gain, you know, like no one said like, well, if this birth control doesn't work for you, like, let me know. It was just like, take it, go. I don't remember Mm -hmm. um, like a responsible um, 
way of taking yeah, birth like an control. explanation or someone telling yeah. you that when you take birth control it will do x y and z yeah and actually birth control is not going to actually heal it yeah heal it it's going to mm. just pump you with synthetic hormones but yeah. yeah again no one was there to give you all those details exactly and um, not just you like a lot of people in your situation exactly too. my doctor didn't have that many bedside manner skills <laughs> yeah and you know dr jolene brighton always talks about like you should be informed mm-hmm. you know both positive and negative of the birth control pill Mm -hmm. and we're not that's exactly what happened to me so that being said i took it and luckily i didn't have horrible side effects from it you know so i was like okay this is fine no ovarian cysts you know no more pain i'll be fine i'll just take this birth control and then i googled about pcos because i still wanted to learn what was happening and i still couldn't like figure out the science of it i only Mm -hmm. could read what the side effects and the potential things that can come from it were. So I was just like scared to death, like Mm -hmm. into taking the birth control pill. There wasn't like an explanation on Google at the time. This was so long ago. So, um, I mean, I still don't, didn't know about blood sugar. Like seriously, it's all about blood sugar. Like one thing you could have told me was like blood sugar is related to hormonal balance. Stop eating sugar, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever okay yeah insulin resistance too. no one said this yeah so i went to college and i was like really curious about health i wanted to study health and i was like am i healthy like i'm on birth control i want to study health but like am i even healthy here i am with this pcos i don't know what it is like what's happening here so that's when i said i'm gonna get off birth control and i went off of it and i had all these awful symptoms the cystic acne, my face hurt so bad, gaining weight uncontrollably, mood swings, no period for like an entire year, you know, the facial hair, acne, it was just the whole thing. And imagine you're in college and like, you know, this is the time to like thrive. And here I am like super unhealthy and I have no idea why, because I was eating as healthy as my, or more healthy than the average college student, because Luckily, like in my family, we grew up with Armenian food, which is relatively healthy, like home cooked meals, Mm -hmm. you know, vegetables and all of this. So I wasn't eating like the pizza in the cafeteria. So I couldn't understand like what was happening to my skin. You know, people would like compliment me about the way I was eating. and I was the unhealthy one. So then I started going to naturopathic doctors and my mom came with me to like all these appointments. And I went to several because I just like, didn't believe it at first because they're like go gluten and dairy free and do these supplements and i'm like oh you're just saying that so then i'd go to another one they'd say the same thing i'm like okay these people are clearly they're like onto something. they're onto something so i started listening <laughs> and actually the first um naturopathic doctor that i went to was dr nirvana shout out to dr shout nirvana. out to dr nirvana if you don't she- know she's been on the episode uh, two mm-hmm. times on the podcast so you can check back on the feed to hear her episodes yeah so she told me all about how i should go gluten and dairy free and and you know there's a lot of things that she said but in college like it's hard to apply all of them mm-hmm. so i started with the gluten and dairy free finally and this is like after a year of suffering no period terrible like symptoms you know and then I went gluten dairy free. Oh my gosh, my skin. Mm. I started glowing. I started losing weight. I didn't look as bloated. Like, but it wasn't immediate because it took time to go gluten and dairy free too. Like you're in college. So now we're in sophomore year. 
and this was when I was like deep diving into figuring out how to eat, how to eat out, how to cook, how to cafeteria navigate, you know, like yeah. with this gluten and dairy free diet. And yeah, it was pretty intense for me for that full year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we talk about that a lot, how like it took me a whole year to go gluten yeah, and dairy. But yeah. We say this on Instagram yeah, so people don't times. feel pressured. Of course, it's like you can't just like turn on the switch and all of a sudden you're gluten and dairy free or it's not that easy to just like turn on the switch and day one you're able to do it without you know uh, not knowing everything to do like it's so the one of the most important things about going gluten dairy free is like the process of learning how to do it the how to um apply the diet and lifestyle slowly not just all of a sudden removing all the gluten dairy from your diet exactly and like there's also so many components to pcos weight loss that like you can't just do them all at once and you can't expect it to heal instantly Mm -hmm. so it was like a long game so that whole year that was me figuring out gluten and dairy free meanwhile meanwhile i was still working out like crazy kickboxing like crazy you know twice a day sometimes not getting enough rest Mm -hmm. like i was so like active it was insane we'd go salsa dancing like three times a week. <laughs> like, Not that that's bad for PCS, but like relax, like sit yeah. down. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kickboxing a hit yeah. and then the spin classes and then just spin a little class. salsa class, yeah. salsa dancing later like, three times a week. Yeah, and I couldn't focus in class at all. My stress hormones were through the roof. So now I'm gluten dairy free. This worked for like acne a little bit with the weight, the mood. This was great. Mm-hmm. So, and then at this point, I'm like, okay, what should I what's happening like i need more so that's when i you know continued going to naturopathic doctors and i learned about balancing my stress hormones Mm -hmm. so i mean one doctor was like you just need to relax like you need to stop like studying so hard spending so much time like you need to let it go and just like mentally let this thing go you know so that's when like the mental portion came into it and i was like okay I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to sit in front of my books, forcing myself to learn things that aren't absorbing into my brain. Like I need sleep. I need rest, relaxation, meditation. Like this is all too much pressure. And, and I stopped the kickboxing too. I started doing yoga instead. I felt so much better, so much more clear. I got better grades. Like imagine my grades. That always happens. This is the moment you like, just relax just a little bit. Take off the edge and let your body rest it's like it's almost like your brain works better exactly like it re- retains information better it performs better with like workouts and uh, like uh, mentally performs better yeah so it makes sense to me sometimes i feel i would feel like if i tried really hard and just like strangled myself to like do this one thing that it would be perfect and that was not how i could make anything successful like yeah. everything was just mediocre or like ugh like not good you know Mm -hmm. and it was only when i relaxed and stopped strangling everything like strangling the studying and (laughs) strangling the workout you know just every when i relaxed yeah everything came into place it was all mental so not but like it was a lot of mental strength to like stop it Mm -hmm. even my roommate my best friend megan she was like she remembers me like closing my book and being like enough and, and she's like, okay, can we go hang out now? Like, can we play? Like, what? can we go outside? You're done studying finally. So she saw this change happen yeah. to you basically in front of her very own eyes. She did. I really was overdoing it. So, okay. So then I got the, so now I'm still like, I'm still a little overweight at this point. Now it's like junior year of college. Okay. And 
the gluten-free and dairy-free helped. Lowering the stress hormones helped. But like I haven't started with the slow-weighted workouts. So, I mean, all, all I was doing was like walking, yoga, <clears throat> Pilates, things like this. And that was fine. But finally, I graduated. I went to grad school. And then I met Sirak <laughs> on Tinder. We swiped right because <laughs> I was like working somewhere close to him. Yeah, it was actually by chance because um, originally Talin lives like an hour and a half away from my house, but she was working in L.A. and I was obviously um, living in L.A. So that's how like our profiles matched. Or mm-hmm. if that wasn't the case, if you were somewhere else, um, then, you know, we might not have swiped right on I each know. other. But also it was interesting that my work was only like 30 minutes away from your house. So yeah. I'm sure that also played a factor, like me working close to you exactly. and you working close to me. Exactly. Who knew? Isn't that insane? <laughs> so, I mean, that was a huge shift when we started dating and working out together. That was major. And also, I at the same time, I was working at this um, meal delivery service company mm-hmm. and I was a nutritionist and I would do like the nutrition labels for the meals and like I would plan the menus and everything yeah. and I would obviously eat their food <laughs> so I didn't like cook throughout grad school actually um, I was eating like pre-portioned meals yeah all from the meal prep company. yeah and that's when I learned meal portion sizes mm-hmm. now I wasn't like overeating so much but like I tr- I was trained because I was only eating their food to eat three ounces of steak or like half a cup of rice or whatever the portions were. Yeah. And it just, it blew my mind. Like I was eating a little bit more than the portion that maybe I should have been eating. Yeah. And even that's a little bit more, the thing is it adds up. It you adds have up. three meals a day, maybe three yeah. or four meals a day. And then you have seven days a week. Yeah. So if you're, if you're just going slightly over each one, that's three times a day, three times seven, 21 times a week. Yeah. That just adds up. So that's, yeah, I can totally this was see a, that. It was a great way for me to learn portion sizes without getting obsessive with like a, an app and like constantly like, you know, I think it's great to actually use an app to track your meal so you can learn about portion sizes and be more mindful. Yeah. So that's great. But I wasn't doing that. And this job of mine, mm-hmm. like provided that education for me with the food that i was eating there um and it was just amazing honestly to eat like the perfect portion sizes all the time and the foods are gluten and dairy free like really made my life easier it was pretty interesting and before that i was working at a gluten and dairy free grocery store in college so before grad school and that helped me learn all about these gluten and dairy free products we talk about and we eat now And they were like first coming out when I was in college too. So like I met some of their like sales reps and their owners and stuff. They'd come and like bring in their products because gluten and dairy free wasn't that popular. Like there was a separate store instead of like whole foods, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a whole, I remember you told me you had like one specific store that was all gluten and dairy free you used to go to. That's where I worked. Like whole foods wasn't popping yet back then. We're very, very fortunate now that like it's it's like a staple, like gluten and dairy free options. Like if you go to whole foods, there's a whole aisle for dairy free cheeses, milks, all that stuff. Same thing with gluten free. Mm -hmm. Of course, 10, 15 years ago, it's like the opposite. Like it was like nothing, but. Exactly. Times changed for the better uh, for a lot of people. Yeah. I thank goodness. And Instagram too. Like you can learn so quickly. Oh my gosh, there was no PCOS yeah. Instagram back then. 
And even so, if there was, it was it wasn't as intensive or like as much information yeah. as there is now. Like now, there's a lot of accounts. Um, there's us, of course. Hey. And you know, there's a, lot a of, lot. there's a lot of information coming out every day that wasn't happening that much in the past. Yeah, I mean, we post three times a day, and we talk science. Like we're yeah. talking the you know the captions that we write are like explanations that Absolutely. like I wish to have had yeah. back then. Yeah, we like we try to cite research studies in the captions as mm-hmm. well as like we talk about it in stories and you know you guys know sisters know we do like a live every three times a week to answer all your questions get into the science and all that stuff so yeah i mean yeah now it's our job to basically continue Convey spreading everything. that information on instagram as much as possible yeah so i mean meanwhile so i'm dating sirak at this point and we started working out together sirak do you want to take a little bit from here and explain <laughs> your experience Absolutely. when we first worked out together yeah. So when we when we got married, um, back in back last, I think it feels like a year ago, right? Yeah, it was like a year and a half. Yeah, a year and a half ago, back when we got married, uh, and we started working out. And I basically like me and Talian, um, weren't we hadn't like worked out a lot together just yet. So at that point, I told her, hey, let's like do some of these workouts, uh, where I'm like basically doing weight training, I'll modify them for you so that it won't, you know, mm-hmm. increase your stress hormones. We'll keep it slow, and you'll be able to, you know, uh, build lean muscle mass without um, bulking up and things like that. So we started, and I had her do, I had her do a couple sets, and she immediately after the first set was done, got up, started to like jog a little bit around the place, being like, all right, I feel it. I'm like, what are you doing right now? Calm down. I was like, calm down. You just did your set. You need to stop and rest. 60 seconds minimum. Take this moment to breathe and then get back into it once your body's rested. She's like, what? what? This is a workout? And she like didn't take it serious at that moment. We went back into it, did our second set, did our third set, went to the next workout. By the time we got to the third workout, Talian was like, what is going on? <laughs> I am so sore. Yeah. I'm starting to sweat. And how is this workout this difficult? And I had to explain to her, like, you don't need to be running around, going on sprints, doing all these crazy movements to lose weight. The, there's so much power within um, weight training. Mm-hmm. And we've even like and the way we have designed and modified weight training to make them slow way to workouts, it makes it a perfect way to target the root issue of PCOS, which is a metabolic dysfunction. You know, when you do an intense workout, at that very moment, you're basically um, burning calories. Yes, but what's happening after that workout? When you, when you go on like an intense run, let's, let's just say you burn 300 calories. When that run is done, you're no longer burning calories. You go and have a meal. And if you're having dinner, for uh, most dinners are going to be more than, you know, 300 calories, mm-hmm. let's say. So you're already eating more than you ran and nothing else is happening like after that workout. Whereas when you do weight training, it actually affects your metabolism. You know, studies show when you do weight training, um, your metabolism will stay increased for up to three days, even when you're not working out. Meaning when you're sitting down and working, your metabolism is higher because the day before you did weight training. Not just that. When you actually modify your body um, composition, meaning if you just slightly increase your body's lean muscle mass, your metabolism as a result will permanently increase because muscle requires energy. You know, fat, it just sits there like storage. It doesn't do anything except provide 
energy when the body needs it. Whereas muscle, even when it's even when you're sitting doing nothing, your muscle is twitching, there's blood flowing, it needs to be at, at all times um, be fed. So you, as a result, if your muscle, if you're if you have more muscle, your body's uh, meta, 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 blah, blah, blah. metabolism see my invisalign messed me up right there <laughs> it is higher as a result so as long as you continue that and you like keep the that lean muscle it will be higher yeah. now with that being said so at this point i was a personal trainer but working with Tallinn, um in that workout session i started to specialize in pcos personal training with her mm-hmm. because i saw how especially because of her experience i saw how like not, she wasn't brainwashed, but she was just <laughs> led to believe led that to the believe. O- yeah, the only way to lose weight with working out is to work out as hard as possible mm-hmm. and not eat as much. She had that mentality going into it because that's what a lot of trainers tell you. They just tell you work out hard as possible and cut down on your calories and you know, you'll lose weight. Exactly. But that's such a short term um, objective exactly. and it doesn't look into the long-term sustain sustainability like how can you for the next 30 years walk work out as hard as possible and cut down your calories imagine no. doing that for the next 30 I, years or so i'm telling you i was running five miles a day eating a thousand calories at one point mm-hmm. and i still wasn't losing weight and i was yeah. miserable yeah. like yeah. how is that sustainable that was so awful yeah and it, it's because again um that whole mindset is about the short-term results yeah. you know it's also addicting i remember kickboxing and there was this one girl i made friends with and she also said she had pcos and she said to me that she shouldn't be actually be doing these intense workouts because it's too stressful for her hormones mm-hmm. and that was the first time i had ever heard that and i didn't want to believe it slash i didn't look into it because I was addicted to that adrenaline rush mm-hmm. and I was so brainwashed and I was like, it can't be. What is she talking about? And I ignored her, but I kind of rem- still remember that because I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I should have listened to her back then. Yeah. I mean, even a lot of times like when we talk about this on Instagram, people are like mind blown. They're like, this yeah. makes so much sense. I've been doing hit or I've been doing spin classes for two months and I haven't lost a single pound. Mm-hmm. And then they'll do they'll just try the weight training for one week and they'll i'm not i'm not lying you guys can please watch our lives you'll yeah. see people will be like i did it for two weeks and i lost two pounds after not losing weight for two months like exactly. it's unbelievable and it's literally it's not like magic it's just you're just listening you're to your body yeah you're working with the pcos yeah. not against it yeah so when so, that yeah. happened with talene's workout that one day you know after the workout was done she was like Okay, I, I see called your, my sister. Yeah, she called her sister, but she's, she's like, okay, I see your point. I see your point. The next day, she was like very, like she was sore because it was the first time she ever did it. You know, uh-huh. it's very normal to be sore after your after your first time weight training, or uh, in our case, doing the slow weight workouts. But a week, two weeks later, I mean, Talia told me told this to me herself. She's like, I'm noticing like I'm getting like leaner and like definition definition. My butt is poking out more. Uh, her bo- her booty, booty game was really was really doing really well. It was well. popping back then. I gotta say, we were dating. I was really into the squats. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, that so, was okay. yeah, that was your experience with the workouts and how we basically implemented slow, yeah. slow way to workouts. That's with you. where they came from. Yeah. I mean, I just want to point something out. Notice how I'm learning these things in such a long period of time, like. At this point, this is like the sixth year of having PCOS, you know, and I've learned gluten and dairy free. I've learned um, not to do stressful workouts 
And I'm, I learned like not to cut calories so much and eat like a portion size that's proper for like my body, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And this is, these are amazing things that like took a long time to like piece together. So I didn't just lose the 30 pounds quickly. I was really still investigating my health and figuring out what was happening. And even after the workouts, it doesn't end there. I went to um, Colorado to do my dietetic internship, my rotations to get my license. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happened was I ended up fasting, but not on purpose, just because I had to. So because of the rotations, the shifts that I had were like 12 hours a day or sorry, eight hours a day. So I would eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snack all within 12 hours. Like I had to fit that all in Mm -hmm. within the 12 hours. And I had no time to snack and dilly dally in between breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Like I did have a one snack between lunch and dinner, but that was like after work ended at five. Mm -hmm. So, because I would be starving, but, um, Basically, that fasting method and not eating too many times was helping my insulin resistance. Mm. And I only realized this afterwards because I I continued to lose weight there. And I was like, what's happening? Like, I'm really getting fit over here, <laughs> you know? And not to mention, I was walking almost 10,000 steps a day. And that's so good for you. Like yeah. 10,000 steps a day or like 5,000 at least. Like, it's yeah. just, I can't. I still right now, like I can't get it in these days because of the way, the nature of our work. But like, yeah. I mean, I could if I prioritized it. Yeah. But even like back then when you were doing the 10,000 steps, that's really good because you were like constantly being active. Like it's not just going on one walk that's 10,000. It's like you're sitting Constant, for 10 minutes. Yeah. You're getting up because you're, you're in a hospital. You're sitting for 10 yeah. minutes. You get up, you walk around, sit back down, get up. You're constantly w- uh, getting up and walking. So it's a really good way of keeping your body active too. Yeah. So, I mean, now it's like at this point, it's been eight years of having PCOS and I've learned all these components. So I finally got my license after the rotations were over and I was like, I need to specialize in PCOS. That's it. Like there's no other Mm -hmm. uh, route for me. Like people need to know these things because everything I learned about PCOS management in school was not the naturopathic approach. It was Mm -hmm. the conventional approach. And I had to do all this investigation myself. And I just felt like it was a huge injustice for everyone to not know the potential benefits of trying to go gluten and dairy free, changing your workouts so that they're not pumping stress hormones. Like These are things that naturopathic doctors are talking about, but not a lot of people go to naturopathic doctors. Mm -hmm. They often go to dietitians or just, you know, your general doctor. So I wanted to like make sure that people know that like this is a thing that you can try, you know? Yeah. So that's when my mission started. And at that point, I had lost the 30 pounds. It took me so long. <laughs> and I, I got snatched. I came back from the rotation. I was snatched. <laughs> I was like, I got this, boo. <laughs> so ladies, and that's if hilarious. there are any gentlemen <clears throat> listening, <laughs> now you know the struggle that it took for me to lose 30 pounds. My goal, our goal is to make it easier for you so that it doesn't take you this long and it's not this treacherous journey of like confusion and turmoil and cutting calories and all of these like awful things you you can do to your metabolism, you know, to desperately lose weight. We just want to skip over all of that and help you with your PCOS journey. Yeah, exactly. Wow. 
And now we're here. And now we're with here. With our podcast. On a podcast. A sister and her mister. All these people listening. Yeah. Together we, I mean, I, just, I always like to make it clear, like, Talin did an amazing thing starting this, uh, starting her Instagram page, PCOS.WeightLoss, like reaching all these thousands of women. And I just wanted to say, I'm very lucky Aww. to be your husband and to be able to join you in this endeavor to basically spread awareness and help so many people. Like, just for those that don't know, like, I was a mechanical engineer. I used to work for uh, a, a nuclear company, like, designing stuff for uh, nuclear power plants. And just, like, six months ago, back in July 2020, I quit my job because me and Tallinn, we were making this podcast. We were working together on Instagram, and it was really becoming a lot of work, enjoyable work, but it was becoming a lot of work to the point where I couldn't, um, focus on both things like I, I either had to make a decision like I'm either gonna help edit the podcast making the clips audio engineering um, helping to you know film TikToks and stuff with Tallinn or I need to focus on the engineering and like even though I spent 10 years or sorry like four six years of my life going to school and 10 years working at that place like I generally felt more happy and felt better helping you know, all all you sisters with PCOS and working with my wife, Tallinn, it was so much more fulfilling, made me a lot more happy. So, like, that quitting process was, like, was like the easiest thing I ever did in my life, like, that decision. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought about it for months before I, before finally doing it, talked about it with Tallinn, but, I mean, she was completely supportive. And I definitely yeah. think it was the right decision to, decision to make because at this point, our podcast has only gotten better. We're, only, we're making more and more, more product, TikToks. Yeah. We're making more... Um, information available for all the sisters so it was definitely the best choice i ever best decision i ever made just want to say thank you babe for oh helping all that happen well, you it's all thanks so, to you please stop it <laughs> well it was your idea to start the podcast there's only so much one person can do you know there's a lot of things that go into like running this whole production you know and producing all this content and I was by myself doing the best I could once you joined. You it great. was like double up on the power. And now yeah. we're here reaching all these wonderful people. Yeah, exactly. But amazing. Thank you, babe, for sharing your experience. I will. I wanted to um, go into our favorite segment, one of our favorite segments before we go into the wins of the week, which is the PCOS hotline. Sisters, you guys know we have a hotline uh, 1833 ask PCOS 1833-ASK-PCOS. You can leave your voicemail. You can leave a text message and ask us your question or a testimonial. And we play them on the podcast and answer it live. Or uh, we read your text message. So today, I actually, we got a really, really um, interesting text from a fellow sister. I want to read it because I feel a lot of sisters have have or are experiencing the situation right now. Mm -hmm. So here is the message. Hi, I'm a sister and, I, and I've already started Ovacetol and gluten and dairy-free last month. Dropped six pounds. I just spoke with my doctor about checking my zinc and magnesium levels and he gave me a lecture on not being a sucker for quote-unquote quick fixes by taking supplements and using tried and true metformin that has actually research backing. I can't believe that. I can't. Um, I told him Ovacetol does 
and is certified. It is NSF certified, but he discounted it saying, no, it's not. You can't test on five people and say it's regulated. He also (laughs) said claims no side effects. If it has no side effects, it can't work. What? He let me repeat that. He also said it claims no side effects. If it has no side effects, then it then the product can't work. Yes, yeah, I lost my place. He yeah. also said it claims no side effects. If it has no side effects, it can't work. That's unbelievable. All medicine has side effects. They have some effect on body. If it doesn't, then something is wrong. No. What it's are you not talking about? Me- it's a supplement. It's yeah. not a drug. Anyway, I mean, of course, supplements can have side effects, but that doesn't they don't mean usually. if it doesn't have a side effect, then it's then it's nothing. Like that's yeah. absurd. But anyways, let's continue. Um, okay, hold on. Okay, he <laughs> said he said just eat fruits and veggies and work out. Oh, just eat fruits, veggies, fruits. and work out. Don't eat. Don't have any, any protein. protein. <laughs> don't focus on your insulin resistance, which eighty percent of women with PCOS have. Person? Should be fired. Okay. I feel so invalidated, she says. He refused to run tests to check my zinc and magnesium levels. I need a new doctor, one who understands latest research, is more open and kind. But I don't know who or where to turn. I've had bad doctor experiences for all my adult life. They don't take time to listen, understand, or help. Does anyone have any suggestions or database for doctors who specialize in PCOS? I live in Austin area, but... Can't even do Houston or Dallas if I need to drive for competent care. I will do it. Wow. Wow. Well, I, my blood was boiling I mean, when I was reading those messages. That's or that crazy. Message right there. What kind of ill-informed, like completely uninformed? If you don't know, if you haven't done the research yet, then just don't speak on it. Yeah. Just say I don't know. I need to look into it. That's all you have to say. Yeah. And I, you don't need to like. Yeah. make things up and misdirect he's, making, he's completely making it up let me just say one thing that it was not just researched on five people there are a handful <laughs> of studies wow. literally handful of studies comparing inositol to metformin and i assure you it was not just five people second he says that if it doesn't have a side effect then it doesn't work so you're what telling me you're telling me multivitamins don't work like multivitamin if it doesn't give you a side effect it's not <laughs> actually giving you vitamins and nutrients is that what you're telling me yeah absurd absurd and he's saying go for the tried uh, what is it tried and effective metformin like you can't just like choose six. which research studies you want to we're listen to i mean you can if they're like poorly um executed but you have to like investigate it before have speaking yeah. upon it. Yeah. So anyways, my advice to her is um, I actually have on my phone a screenshot of a database where you can actually look up, look up functional medicine or naturopathic doctors and p- potentially find one that can work with you with your PCOS. So this website is called naturopathic.org. And this is the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians. Or you can go to the Institute of Functional Medicine, ifm.org. These are two websites where you can look up, you know, a doctor that you can find that can help you with your PCOS journey. Mm -hmm. Yes, they won't be gynecologists. Maybe you can actually find a gynecologist who specializes in functional medicine like Dr. Felix Gersh. Um, you know, but of course it's not very common to find one. Maybe you can find one though. So anyways, don't give up. There is someone out there that will listen to you. 
don't take this personally from, yeah. you know, if you're having a bad experience with a doctor, don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. It just, maybe it's not your approach, the approach that you're looking for, for yourself. Yeah. And maybe his approach works for somebody else and that's fine. So you do you go look for a doctor that works for you. And, you know, he, I guess he's just doing his job. Yeah. And if I could just say one last thing is that doctors as there are bad doctors and good doctors, just like any other position. Like there's just because doctors go through like a lot of school doesn't mean that every doctor is the best and they know every single thing and they're the smartest yeah, there's people. A on earth. There's they a lot to know. They can't investigate everything. You have yeah. to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. They can't know yeah. every disease state inside and out and all of yeah. the ways to approach Absolutely. it. It's like that's why ones who specialize like an endocrinologist or naturopathic doctors could be a bit more helpful because they they at least have some you know specialization going on that can yeah. focus on the end uh the endocrine disorder that is pcos mm-hmm. so yeah and i like what tyne said like don't take it personal like the doctor didn't say that because um he or she didn't like you it's just that's what yeah. they learned that's what they learned to say and you know just keep searching like just like any other job or position, there are good and bad people at those jobs. And, you know, with doctors, there's a lot of great doctors, but there are going to be some bad ones. So just keep keep yeah. looking. PCOS is so complex. You can't expect in that doctor yeah. appointment to get the information that you're looking for yeah. unless you're paying for a naturopathic doctor for a one hour appointment. You know, like my appointments were long with my naturopathic yeah. doctor and I'd pay out of pocket. Like I really had to invest to figure out what was happening, you yeah. know? Yeah, and nothing bad against doctors either, because I know I kind of went off a little bit there. But, but this is it was, outrageous. Yeah, this exactly. This is like blatant dismissing just, yeah. and like gaslighting. Okay. I, I truly respect doctors because they go to school for a long yeah. time. But when they act like um, what they're saying is completely true without actually looking at the new research and the new information coming out, that's when it gets me a little bit of like a little uh, angry, you know? Yeah. Because I have like, I have two cousin doctors who are so they're very smart and they're constantly learning. And they're always like applying that in their practice. Sorry, sisters. I wish I could give you their names, but they don't specialize in PCOS. But they're like two great doctors, my first cousins, and they're they're the kind of doctors who keep on, um, you know, reading up on the research and like adding to their knowledge. So, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah, you just need to find one that works for you. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's go on to the win of the week or wins of the week, which I promise won't be as controversial as that last message (laughs) but so the first win this is actually a message we got in the sisterhood from lauren she says Mm -hmm. hello just found the sisterhood after starting ovacetol august 2019 after my endocrinologist recommended it Mm -hmm. ended up getting pregnant april 2020 just had my miracle baby in December after trying to conceive for three years. I believe it all because of Ovacetol. Oh my god. And gosh. she posted a picture of her baby. What a beautiful looking I baby. Know. Congratulations, Lauren. That makes that made my day right now. Seriously. Made my and day. Not just that, look how long it took her. You know, she really persevered. Like yeah. you know, Ovacetol, August twenty nineteen, then pregnant April twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So she didn't just like do it for two, three weeks or a month or whatever. She was like really sticking to it for more than three months and, you know, getting her ovulation in order. Mm -hmm. And then she said she had her miracle baby in December. 
Yes, I love that beautiful message. And Tyne said the perseverance there yeah. plays a huge factor. Mm -hmm. For those wondering though, like Ovacidol, how it helps? It helps. With, it helps with instant resistance and then helping with egg ovulation, yes. egg quality. Yes. So in many cases, it can it can there um, definitely help with um, fertility. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, the next winner is Sheila. Uh, Sheila says, I've been following you for a while and I finally took the step to start the gluten-free and dairy-free diet for one week now. I have lost four pounds since starting, which I, hadn't, which I haven't been able to lose that much in forever. My order of Avastatol just arrived this morning and took my uh, first dose. I feel great and can't wait to see how much more this combination helps me out. Also, the slow-weighted exercises. Love the content. You two are amazing. Thanks again. And that's so Instagram. exciting. So great. Thank you for that, Sheila. And I love how, you know, she's she's like um, adding up all these things slowly. Slowly at a, adding uh, it at all. At a great pace, you know, gluten mm -hmm. dairy free. And she's already start seeing great results. Then she got her Avacitol, applying the slow-weighted exercises. Yeah. Great job, great job, Sheila. That's awesome. Losing yeah. four pounds with PC, like after trying so hard, not losing any weight, and then finally losing four pounds, it's an amazing feeling. Yeah, and absolutely. I'm sure it, she's continuing to see success. Yes. Yes. And a triple yes. Yes. How dare you give it out of fourth yes? I it? added one. <laughs> All right. So I guess that was the episode. And uh, this whole time, we've actually been live on oh. Clubhouse um, for. <laughs> Thank you for our listeners. We have a, a listener, Valerie, right now. Thank you, Valerie, for listening to this episode. But for those that don't know, on uh, when we do our recordings for our podcast, we actually go live on Clubhouse. So if you want to hear these episode recordings live before they come out on the Apple Podcasts and everywhere else, just download the Clubhouse app. Make sure you follow us, PCOS.WeightLoss. Of course, it's all free. So um, just another, basically another social media app for, for yes. you to download and, and follow us on. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening yeah. today. Thank you. You should maybe thank them for listening thank to your you journey. Thank you for listening to like my long, long journey. And I hope it's inspiring for yeah. you to not give up. I mean, just look at how long it took me to put all the pieces together. Yeah. I mean... I we're trying to make it as easy as possible for you. But of course, these things take time. So yeah. thanks so much for listening, sisters. Yeah. And thank you, Talin, for sharing your journey too. I know so it takes a lot to share all that, your experience. So thank yeah. you from the bottom of my heart. My pleasure. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again.